Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hustle and Heart. This is Sophie Wayne. I'm Nikki Ryan. I'm Mia Althos. Welcome back everybody, another yes. week. Happy Woo. spring break, it's gonna be released during spring break oh, on yes. Tuesday. So exciting, but so close. Happy Tuesday anyway, even though we're not in Kelly, thank freaking God. <laughs> Wait, we are in Kelly. Well, we won't be in a week. Oh, you right, you right. So That's real quick, true. before we get started, where should we, we say we're all going for, for spring break? Oh yes. Um. Okay, so I'm going to LA. Networking Wait. trip. Fun. That's <laughs> exciting. Wow, you Kelly Boner. Okay, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. We're going to have so much sushi and seafood. Oh. I'm so ready. Well, I'm going to be in the same state. I'll also be in California. Woo! But I'm going to be in San Francisco area, chilling with my cousins, who are such badasses. One of them made, like, the top 80 girls in 11 western states for mountain biking. Wow. Um, so she's going to be, like... News kicking ass while I'm there, like, on the couch, studying econometrics, so that's what my break's going to be. That's a dream spring break right there. <laughs> um, I'll be in Cuba for a Ooh. study abroad little week trip. So Maybe getting sick. Maybe getting sick, because I didn't order my Z-Pack, so, <laughs> you know. It's okay. It's an adventure. Yeah. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. <laughs> Which okay, lows first. Also, start with our lows, so go ahead, Mia, start with your low. Lows, um, classes before spring break. I had my 8 exam on mm-hmm. Monday. Accounting is just not my cup of tea. Me neither. Me either. No. Mm-mm. Take that shit online. I'd rather take. <laughs> I'd rather take like seven other writing classes. Oh, oh, yeah. dang. You know, I'd rather write hundred weight page essay than accounting. Damn. But you did it. It's over. It's, it's over. done. I my my like mental image of taking exams in accounting is I learn it all, I shove it in my brain, then I walk out, and I just empty the side of my head, and just dump it out to the ground. Yeah. And forget all of it. That's that's a major mood. <clears throat> yeah, mood. <laughs> okay. Well, hi. Hi, birthday. My birthday is on Sunday. Woo! Yes, Happy fucking birthday. Get to celebrate in Cuba, so. Dude, just so oh, that's gonna, oh, you're gonna die. Oh, you're okay. Gonna, oh, that's so, so cool. Mia's not coming back. Mia <laughs> yeah. does not have a Z Peck, and it's her birthday. <laughs> bye bye. RIP Mia in Cuba. We'll send oh your tombstone God. to Cuba. Thank you. That's Thank you. so exciting. Do you know, um, like, are you good friends with the people that you're going with? Yeah, I do know. Like, I know a good amount of people. And we okay. had, like, our class for the past eight weeks. Right. right. So you get to know, like, a lot of people okay. on the trip. That'll be so fun. So fun. Very yeah. exciting. Where okay. are you guys? What what are your? Guys? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. All right, Nikki, give us a low. <laughs> okay. Um. So I kind of have like. Okay, I'm gonna start with my different low than I was initially gonna say. Ooh, spicy. Um, well, I did say it, but not. The, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, I was supposed to go to Canada with a bunch of my friends. Um, in the weekend after spring break, but I realized my passport was expired. Mm. Super sad. Big and bummer. I don't think it's gonna be able to get renewed in time, so I'm not gonna be able to go. But it's fine. I guess I should just do homework anyway. <laughs> but sad. So that's my low. But my high was similar to Mia's. It was my 21st birthday this past weekend. <laughs> and I had literally so much fun. I love the jungle. Like, catch me at the jungle on the regular, ladies. So <laughs> I love that for you. I didn't sleep a lot this weekend, which was part of my low and that I was super delirious yesterday. But... Um, totally worth a lack of sleep. <clears throat> Definitely. Okay, what is the jungle? I'm uneducated. Okay, so there's oh. a bar called Sports, and it's ah. like, you go to die in sports. And yeah. you really die upstairs in the jungle, because it's like super loud. It's like a club. Yes. And it's super fun. I've heard it's not, it's not the classiest place. Oh, it's not classy, <laughs> and my shoes are absolutely destroyed. Oh, yeah. But Don't like, I nice bought shoes. them for going out, so like, oh, I'm perfect. planning on them getting covered in sludge. That's nice. So, yeah. 
Um, I actually took my took off my Apple Watch the other day, and there was jungle sludge inside my Apple Watch. Oh, Ew. Gross. Um, so that's how my weekend went, everybody. <laughs> wow. But oh my gosh, I bet you had so much fun. That's how so, so much fun. fun. Yeah. Someone once said that I would, when I turn twenty one, I will enjoy the jungle. You will love the. Jungle. And I don't know what that means about my personality. <laughs> no, I thought the jungle was a greenhouse when I drove past it one time. No, turns it's out not. I was wrong. Very wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> um, okay. So wow. Okay. So my low. All right, so basically this is a mini story time. I went to the doctors and I like my family practitioner. He's very charismatic, we chat. I usually go with my parents because it's only been recently that I switched to like a doctor since mm. I'm you know, above 18, adulting. <laughs> so I go in, I was by myself this time. I go in, I'm like chatting with the doctor and at one point he moves like very close to me like so close I was on the ledge with like the transparent sheet Mm. and he's right across from me and it was fine because I was like asking him to examine like my ear um but then after he did that he was still like really close to me and I don't know if you guys feel this but like personal space man like I I, I value that um and we still we continue to talk and at one point he just like put his hand on my calf and then like it was like Whoa. just very uncomfortable. Yeah. This is making yeah. me uncomfortable. Is this like, so I very so quickly, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, it's okay because, you know, here I am talking about it very openly. Um, I like moved both of my legs to the side and then he just like went back to like his original spot. And we just continued talking very casually, very amicably. But it just got me thinking about I'm sure there have been multiple instances where you are like, physically very close to someone or there's like physical touch involved and it doesn't have to be sexual at all but you still may feel like uncomfortable Mm. in that moment and do you talk about it out loud do you tell your friends and parents later like things like that and I don't know just got me thinking about like past experiences where like I felt like you know I want my personal bubble to be respected and that's been it like it's such a for him, maybe, he, you know, I experienced somebody who was very touchy because he was from a different culture than I was. Sure. And I was just so, like, taken aback. It was never, you know, bad intention, but, like, he really liked to just, like, be touching me and hug me a lot. And, like, yeah. I was like, I I can't do this. Yeah. But that's a, it's a weird example. Yeah. <laughs> that is very yeah. weird example. You know, so I think that's kind of, it's not, it's, like, kind of a low just because I felt uncomfortable mm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it didn't transfer into anything larger. It was just, like, that moment. Yeah. Um. Mm. Okay, so my high was I went to Rainbow Bakery. <gasps> have you guys been? No. no. Oh, my gosh, you have to go. Okay. So it's very close to the farmer's market. It's a vegan bakery. Oh. And barbecue. they have these I'm really <laughs> amazing donuts. They have, like, pistachio cardamom, like, <gasps> oh. chocolate, like, um, like raspberry, vanilla, like, and it's all like very like locally sourced, like health, I love like that. healthy wow. donuts, healthy donuts. It's vegan. It has to be good for you. Now so I'm like, really hungry. That sounds so yeah. good. So I would highly recommend. That's amazing. Big high. Okay. Wow. Um, so based on the fact that two of us had birthdays recently, Woo! we are all about like growing up and getting older, and specifically like entering our twenties, which. Um, it's a pretty transformative time. Mia and I have both read this book called The Defining Decade that yes. really talks a lot about what, how your 20s are really important in terms of physical health, mental health, relationships, careers, the whole nine, basically. Yes. Um, and it can be a little bit intimidating. Um, I definitely feel like, so Mia was telling me earlier that 
She's running 20 on Sunday. <laughs> and then she's like having like a little bit of a life crisis. And I had the exact same experience. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I struggled with was feeling like when I was a kid, I thought when I'm 20, I'm going to, you know, have this dream job and live in this dream house sure. and have a husband. And like, I guess I didn't really realize what 20 actually meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you yeah. guys like have similar experiences like that? Or like there were things you thought you would achieve, but you haven't or things like that nature or how you thought when you turned 20. Oh yeah. Well, it's more of like a, and it's also like you're moving from like, I'm not a teenager anymore mm. to being like, I'm 20. Like when people ask me questions, I think I need to know the answers. But then when you think about like that dream life of like, I want my house. I right. want like a perfect job. Like I don't want that right now. Like I kind of like that my my like yeah. my life is messy. Not- but then I also <laughs> want things t- you know, I'm always on this like balancing scale like, of set it like up so li- you can get there one day. Exactly. Like how do you balance <laughs> living like short term, like sure. you know, in the present in the but also like knowing like a long term where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, like so- that's like that whole planning thing that I just haven't got down yet. So how are you tackling it then? You know, (laughs) I'm just trying to like uh, deal with it now. I think it's, I'm definitely focusing on living in the present because I'm, Mm -hmm. you're halfway done with college and that's become a big thing. You're almost, you're almost done. Nope. Mm -mm. One more year, one more year. And so it's, you know, I'm like, okay, let's enjoy the time that I have. But in the back of my head, I've kept on like reeling like, okay, like, I have a job now this summer. Like, mm-hmm. let's seriously consider where this is going. You know, do I want to go back again? Like, you have, you have to think about that. Right. Which I wasn't asking earlier in the semester. I was kind of like, hopefully it figures itself out. Yeah. And that's not a good way to go. Where do you feel like the pressure of your golden 20s comes from? Um, I definitely think it's, I definitely think it's kind of from yourself. Okay. But I also think it's, you know, it's kind of from your family, too, of, like, you've left the nest, you're in college, like, you're, you know, you've, like, they've grown you and raised you to be, like, your best person, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, go do it, like, hopefully yeah. you can do so it. Rubber meets the road. Yeah. It's, like, time to actually do all this shit you've been talking about for the past three years. Exactly. And so I think that then that pressure comes of, like, I've seen all these people, like, you know, 20s is, like, what's shown in the movies of, like... Mm-hmm. Here, Media. Yeah, like here Media. are these people, you know, that are living their best life, and then you're like, oh, I'm in Indiana, like, <laughs> in a business school, like, struggling through accounting. Accounting, yeah. yeah. No, I think the biggest thing for me is I would say media in that like you hear about all these news stories about these really young people achieving really amazing things and that's awesome but then you think wait I'm literally like if not older the same age as this person and I'm just Mm -hmm. living my normal life isn't like Ariana Grande our age or something isn't Billie Eilish like 16 or something and she's a millionaire did you see that Uh, Kylie Kylie Jenner she's a billionaire she's the youngest Self-made billionaire. Younger than Mark Zuckerberg. Isn't that insane, you Which know? Which just blows She's a billionaire, mind. has a child. Has a child, has okay, a family. Also, hot take, if anybody else had a child that young, they would not be touting her for being such a sure. strong mother. They'd be like, this girl was a teen pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. So, there's my hot take. <laughs> no, that, that that's real take. talk, too, right yeah. there. What is the difference between... Um, celebrity status and like normal society and yeah. how does normal society affect how we view ourselves yeah that's so true and I don't think there's an answer to that and it's like super an evolving and so we have a 19 year old a 20 year old and 21 year old in the room that's so true. what about you when you turn 21 so when I turned 21 I was just stoked this year my life didn't going really well but when I turned 20 I had like 
a major like holy holy fuck I just don't know what I'm doing (laughs) in my life um like I didn't have a job and I just felt really lonely and really depressed and it was like a really rough time in my life honestly so I was just like I'm wasting this time that I have as a teenager and I'm entering this period of my life I'm supposed to know what I'm doing I don't um now fast forward a year now I'm doing something a little bit different in that I I feel like now that I do have a job and I have a pretty clear trajectory of what I want to do with my life um it's more of like so I have this time now here to be young. Do I spend it being young and being kind of messy and super fun? Or is that wasting it and I should be preparing for the next phase of my life and, and finding that, that balance you were kind of talking yeah. about? Because you want to be preparing, but then it's like, is this preparing taking away from the now? Yeah. Sure. You know? Yeah. And my thing is like, okay, well, like, enjoy the now because soon enough you're not going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, like, soon enough, right, like, you've all, like, a frat party, like, guess what? (laughs) I'm not going to enjoy it soon. Like, I'm already getting annoyed of it. Yeah. You know? So, like, let's do it while we're here. And then, you know, soon enough, like, I'll be at that next stage and we'll figure out that, you know, when we get there. What even are you preparing for, though? Like, how do you know exactly what your future is going to be like? How how do you even prepare for that? But I think by not preparing, you're... It, like eliminating the like the ability to prepare. If you don't try something, you're never gonna actually achieve anything. That's interesting because in my mind, I was thinking if I'm living in the moment now, I can really take advantage of like being present and like seeing mm. opportunities, meeting new people, yes. like pushing yeah. myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah. But at the same time, that might just like completely shift what my future will be like based on like the opportunities that I take now. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I definitely it's, see where you're coming from. But that's it's totally both, and you know sometimes preparing does mean just just turning your brain off for a little bit and just being like, look, whatever comes to the door is what I'm going to do. Right. Um, but sometimes you can't neglect other, like, responsibilities that you have. That's uh, true. And your commitments. And that's another one. My, my 2019 goal was to do what I'm saying I'm going to do. Okay. And I feel like I'm tr- doing my best living up to that. And yeah. And, like, you know, when I say I'm going to be somewhere or, or do something or help somebody with something, you know, show up. Show up. Show up. Show up. I like that. That's, that's and really flossing. true. Flossing was my other 2019 goal. And I've also kept up with that. (laughs) Even when I'm drunk, I still floss. Wow. I love that. That's that's behind you. You know. So speaking of like goals, we're talking about balancing short-term and long-term goals. Um, And something that, so we all here have internships for the summer planned out. So something I want to talk about was the difference between, so setting up for our future is like prestige versus what you like. Sure. And I think that's like, something that I've been dealing with and thinking a lot about as I'm, you know, thinking about my career and, like, even after my internship, what I'm looking for. So how do you guys feel about balancing prestige versus, like, your your passions? I think that's a good question because that actually happened to me where mm-hmm. I was, like, okay. you know, I had this, I had, like, two interviews for a job, mm-hmm. and the one, like, I got an offer, like, I really like, it's, like, it's the like the best I love it exactly what I was like I wanted to do like I'm passionate about what I'm doing Can but you then share what it is uh, yes so I'm working for Ingersoll Rand this summer <gasps> me too what you got the job too <laughs> <laughs> wow okay <laughs> I didn't bring it up because I saw you at the interview and I didn't know how it went for you so then oh I didn't want to like worlds just hug. collided oh wait, wait are you where working? are you going are you going to Texas 
No, I'm in North Carolina. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, okay. Real time Dang. hug just happened. Okay, well, that. Okay, so yes. And I love Ingersoll yeah. Rand. Like, <clears throat> Shannon Waite, like, these great, you know, people are there. But my dad works for Land's End. Okay. And so I've, like, I know that company and I know, like, I talked a lot with him through, like, his recruiting process because I wanted to learn about it because he just got hired. And so I really like the people there. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like the Midwest, like, kind of, like, hospitality type of thing. So it's kind of that of, like, the program at Ingersoll Rand is, like, set for me, like, the best structure, whereas, like, Land's End is just, like, one of those, like, I feel like family there. So, gotcha. was, you know, like, bouncing between that. But it's not, like, I knew Land's End wasn't going to work out, so... I'm happy where it's going. So I guess it was, I, th- I think it's... But it's a process. I think it's a process. Right. Yeah. I think it's, you got to give and take. You can't just, like, go for the prestige because then you're not going to be happy. You have to, uh, like, I think that there's a compromise. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can get always the best of the best, but I don't think you want a place where it's, like, oh, casual? Like, let me just walk in and yeah. feel comfortable. Like, and, you want to challenge yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't do know. What do you think? Input on I don't that? know. I just rambled. Mm, I feel, I feel like... I feel like prestige almost comes from like. <laughs> okay, pause. Mew just hit her jewel. And I'm gonna call her the fuck out. So. Right. Now nobody oh. can listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, um, resuming. So, what I was saying was, I feel like prestige for me almost comes from. All right, hit number two. <laughs> comes from what other people are going to think of you mm-hmm. almost or like and not even just like your peers like um other professors that you're interacting with like other professionals like your parents your parents friends like just anyone in your like life and your community like what they're gonna like positively see from you when you like enter something that is prestigious or you join mm-hmm. something that is oh totally showing that you're high achieving Um, Whereas passion, I feel like, like, sometimes passion is almost, like, looked down upon. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Especially in art school and industry. Right. Of almost how it can be unrealistic to pursue what you're passionate about. And can you actually make that, like, a substantial, like, make substantial income off of that Mm -hmm. or support yourself. But for me, like... I don't know. I just do a very wild variety of things. And, like, some of them are very, like, structured and logical and great. And some of them are just, like, making short films about dance because, like, that's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that balance is, like, difficult for me. And yeah. I'm also very indecisive. So it's hard for me. I almost think that passion outweighs prestige. Yeah. Because I think if you're passionate about something, you'll make it work. I would hope so. I, tr- yeah. I I really believe that. I don't think that, like, I know we always talk about the whole money thing, but I think that if you're truly passionate about it, that you'll make the money. Yeah. I have to say, I'm somebody who really values prestige. Sure. You are. Yeah. I, I know you are. Yeah. I respect that about you. I really <laughs> do. Um, I guess it's because, like, I've my passions have always lined up really well with what I find prestigious. Sure. I think that's, like, something that I have definitely been grateful for throughout my life and that, like, I really love school and I really love academics and, like, that's what I do in my free time. Like, I watch videos about technology and I listen to podcasts about the economy. Like, that's what I find, like, enthralling. Um, but I, that's not how it is for everybody. So right. I get to – I am very blessed that I get to pursue, like, my passion and my prestige – and they happen to align, but that's not how it is for everybody, so. Right. Do you also feel like that aligns with, though, like, your, what your major, like, what you want to do? 
do you like you know like yeah. with, like investment banking like prestige is good because like you know like that's <laughs> the company like the better you know the better you are right like, yeah you know but like, I also that like works I like really do like my finance classes and I'm in econometrics and I love it like I really I love some good regression models yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. all right <laughs> that's Maybe. awesome for you Tinder um, bio love some <laughs> real good regression models <laughs> hit me up boys um yeah, I mean, it just, like, it just happened to work out. It just, like, works hand in hand. Yeah, and I mean, I have, I mean, I obviously don't want to, like, do math all day long, because um, I would, like, die of an aneurysm, but that's, like, I find, I feel like I'm doing something meaningful when I'm doing that, and, like, pr- like productive, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, what a cute nerd. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a real fucking nerd, guys, <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> Um, were there, you had a whole list of things that you wanted to talk about, so I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of... Oh. Yeah, Mia, give it to us. Well, I feel like I was, I'm the only one that's posing the questions. <laughs> well, I was, I've been watching a lot of Sex in the City, so I feel like I'm always asking myself, you know, Carrie Bradshaw uh, asked those questions, and so... That I, show is super sexist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so bad. It's really bad, but... You like it's it. still good. I still <laughs> I really enjoy it. Because, like, yeah, yeah, I love it. I just really love the outfits that they wear. Oh, my gosh. Fashion and spell love that. I mean, yeah. I think it's great. Um, what's a good question that I, we had talked about the long and short term? Um, um, thinking, like, okay, so sometimes I feel like, for me, there's a lot of good things going on in my life right now. Like, I have a job. I have, like really close friends that in my life like I never thought I'd have you know mm-hmm. you know I have someone that I really like like I feels like everything is going really well okay but then sometimes like how do you still get down on yourself when you know in the back of your head that like life is going great does that make sense is that a question like why you still feel upset when yeah going like well? why you, why do you still feel like you need to do more you know, like, can you ever be content? I think that's like the human condition. I you feel know? like that is child conditioning. Like, what you what happened to you as a child, you've been conditioned a certain way. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? You look confused. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I interpret. I think it can be good or bad. Go ahead. I'm interpreting it like, well, I look back on my childhood and kind of how I grew up in the household and, like, the community that I was in, my friends. Um, and, like, the biggest thing was was that I was always there for other people to hype them up. Like, the biggest mm. person to give anyone a hug, a smile, to make them laugh. And I did it so often for other people when I was younger that I just did not ever do it for myself. Mm. So we're coming into college now. I'm, like, finding that balance. But being on that extreme is still in the internal monologue. Like, I'm my worst critic, hands down. Yeah. Hands mm. down. You know, when, why is it that I can walk out of the room and give, like, you, like, the hype up that you need, and then I just can't do that for myself? Like, that is something that I think comes from, like, my Mm. childhood. Interesting. That's interesting, because I feel like my parents were always, like, my dad's, like, very ambitious, but my mom was always like, oh, like, good job, like, you you know, not, it was like this ambition somehow, like, came out of side me, I don't know, like, where it came from, Uh and I just always want more. And I don't know, like, when is is that, when is that too much? I think that's much? okay. I don't know. I'm somebody that, I know, I think it was the last time on the podcast I talked about that video that I saw like, on Twitter of a rotating rock climbing wall. Yes. Yeah. And, like, you're just always climbing. And it can feel like you're either on the verge of death because you're about to fall off this wall and, like, like literally die. Or Morbid. <laughs> you're just so thrilled that you just keep having more things to do and more things to do your teeth into and... You know, getting to a place where that feels encouraging and empowering is, it takes time and like doesn't happen overnight. Um, 
But I think that that's like a really positive and it shows that you are like a dedicated person and, you know, you want the best for yourself and others around you. Yeah. But it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And I, I enjoy the feeling, but then it's like <clears throat> when, you know, like, will you be able to stop and take a breath? Yeah. You know? I had another topic or another tangent off this was that like, so I think that can also come from comparing yourself to people. I agree. Okay. I agree. And I think comparing can be a good thing sometimes because sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I think about the 100,000 other 20, 21 year olds who are doing nothing with their lives. And I'm like, damn, I'm hot shit. Like I'm doing great. Yeah. No, I think that's true. It's like an inspiring comparison. Yeah. You know, like, oh, like here, like here we are, like I'm doing great. Like, yes, there's more, but like, I'm proud of what I'm doing. Right. You know, I think that's where it comes from. So where does it line for you, comparison? What does it do to you? It's definitely very negative. I'm a very, like, because I think that I was compared, I'm from, like, a very small town, like, small high school, Mm. so, like, everybody kind of knew each other, and, like, I was in those, like, honors classes where, like, it was the same group of students, you know, always going through everything that we, like, it was a lot of comparison, like, my brother's now looking at colleges, and me, like, thinking about that time when everybody was, like, comparing where you got in you know mm-hmm. like oh you applied there like oh, oh you know so better pass oh, that <laughs> you know like that was just a really oh toxic gosh. time and so now it's coming where like I definitely don't compare myself as much because I know like I have so much to be grateful for mm-hmm. but then it's like the little like those little small things like those tweaks where it's like oh like shouldn't have said that sentence you know like yeah those things where it's like accepting sometimes who you are Sure. Hmm. And even the bad sides of who you are. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was talking to someone recently about, like, what it means to be the type of person who, like, you know, usually doesn't say, like, that witty, classy comeback, like, really, like, right away. And then being on the other end, that person who always does say that witty, like, funny thing in the moment who, like, maybe regrets it later. Yeah. Hi, me. No, that's me. (laughs) me, That's, like, me all the time. Right. You know, like, oh, did that step over the line? You know, every like, I think, single day. Of my I life. think about that all the time. Like that was really funny, and I thought it was. And like in the moment, I know it's okay, yeah. but like, hmm. Yeah. You know, it is. It's a funny line. I really agree. I really relate with that. I guess because I'm always the one to like make a quick jab or like sure a, a witty comeback. My sister is so freaking good at them, and I have <laughs> never been at those. So I tr- so I like learn from her. I like had to keep up. And now, especially being in the Midwest, like things are a little bit less sarcastic and a little bit, sure, a little bit more tame than back home in New Jersey. Um, so I definitely came to college and had to like rope that shit in. Oh yeah. How'd you How'd you do it? Um, I I don't remember. I watched some TED talk or just kind of sit, I sat in Kelly and you see a lot of the same messages of like that listening is much more important than talking. Sure. Yeah. And I think it was like a leadership class or I don't know what it was. But it was try going a whole day without not without talking to it but without inter- never interrupting and yeah. never talking unless there's silence Ooh, it's hard that's hard yeah no that's really hard i also think it happens too with like trial and error you know like which is tough ai but um i mean <laughs> real time ai right here <laughs> <laughs> or maybe catering it based on your audience your yeah. individuals because obviously people take things very differently definitely yeah there are some topics that you just don't bring up yeah. You know, and How I've you... definitely learned, like, what not to bring up, especially around different people. Sure. Do you kind of alter who you are almost to, like, 
your audience? Do you ever feel like you're... That's a really good question. I think with Mia, I'm going to real talk this real quick. It's bad because Sophie knows a lot about me. <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to real talk about Sophie too, so here we go. Um, Mia is the type of person... Now, okay, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just no, kidding. no, go for it. He's a crap boy. No. <laughs> what? That's uh, very true. Um, but yes, give, Sophie and I lived on the same floor right. last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. So We had those deep talks. We had those deep talks. What What do you think? I think that you are someone who is incredibly charismatic. And off True. the bat, part of that charisma comes from how you interact with the people around you. And I have seen you kind of almost, based on, like, the person that you're with, you almost, like, because you're good at getting people to like you, you kind of reflect that person, like, as if you're a mirror, you yeah. know? And I think Ooh, that... That was deep. <laughs> Well, it, it's, it, it is really deep, and I will say it's really true. Yeah. I also think that that's not a good thing. Sometimes I worry that you almost self-sacrifice in a little way, in a very small way, you know, um, like bits and parts of, like, your personality or how you think just because of wanting to make the person that you're talking to feel good and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I asked, do you think you change at all based on, like, who you talk no, to? No, I, I, I definitely think I do. And I think that's not always a good thing. It's not a good thing. I don't think not it is. Not always. To an extent. It's, to an extent, extent. It's, like, really good with, like, networking, you're meeting, networking, you're meeting new people, right. you know, you're trying to be, like, in a new club, like, put yourself out there. Right. Like, that's really, like, helpful. But then it becomes, like, that's why I'm having such a life crisis when I'm turning 20, because I truly, like, I've gotten better about, like, knowing who I am, but really, like, who, like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Because, like, I know, like, at WIB, like, I'm not a, I don't think I change, like, I'm not a different person. No. But, you know, like, you know. Different I'm, tone. I'm different tone, put together a little bit more, like, here we are, like, confident. You know, and then when I go back home, like, I'm definitely more, like, uncut, you know, like, rough around the edges. You know, and, like, I haven't found, yeah. you know, what But at the same time, you know, your personality has a lot of aspects to it. And actually, that's something that the book talks about is, like, exploring different aspects of yourself right. and allowing you know, different times in your life, certain aspects are going to step forward, and then other times they're going to step back, and allowing... <laughs> so just put our gut um, Allowing, like, that natural progression to happen is totally okay. Um, but when it's every five minutes of raising a person, you know, you have to be true to yourself. Oh, yeah. It's okay that you might not like you as much as other people, which is hard to accept. I yeah. have a question for you. Well, uh, let me just add one thing. Yeah. Is like, mm-hmm. I feel like over time, the range of how I, like changed with people has gotten smaller sure you know so I think that's you're growing into yourself you know I feel better about that so how and I can talk about this personally myself how much does does it mean to me to have other people like me and like how many people like and like not even just like casually like I like that person but really just be like she's a cool person I want to hang out with that person like we're very amicable in the hallways when we see each other Mm. I sometimes think about like how much does that mean to me and how much should it mean to me and when does it start affecting me negatively it's a really deep question and like I know the answer should be no you know like you know that I like I want to say no but like for me it's a big yes yeah it's a big yes I'm like a very like I'm a people pleaser Mm -hmm. yeah and like that's at the core of like I think who I am why how has that been negative towards you I think that's then that goes into that comparison and like that judgmental stage gotcha. of like who you are, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you want, want to, you want to be known, you want like yeah, 
And it's not like I, you know, I, like, change, change myself. Like, you know, there are some people that, guess what, like, I don't enjoy and, like, I'm not going to go out of my way right. like, for you. Like, that's, yeah. you know, that's how it is. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm willing to, like, give part of me yeah. so that, you know, like, you'll... You know, like, I do live in a sorority. Like, I live in a big house with a yeah. big group of girls. Sure. And I'm always, like... You, ha- you, know, you feel easier sometimes. Just, like, not deal with the problems. Just pretend that you are, like... Yeah. Like, you just feel on all the time. Yeah. You know, like, that's, fi- like, that's fine because I, like, you get used to that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's okay. But, yes, I do do that. Yeah. I am going to real talk Sophie then. Yeah, real yeah. talk Because <laughs> you do that, too. Because if anybody knows Sophie, she is the bubbliest, most bouncy person. I literally mm-hmm. described her as bouncy after meeting her at Web Recruitment. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, like I said, you're always hyping people up. You're always totally outside of yourself and bigger than you are. Um, sure. But we, we've talked this a lot before mm-hmm. in that that's not usually probably how you feel. Maybe sometimes, but I'm guessing most of the time you aren't actually you know jumping out of your skin about xyz whatever's happening mm-hmm. i will second that you yeah. know no 100% and like i think for you admitting that you feel guilty that you're ruining somebody else's day by telling somebody that um whereas in reality in somebody who really cares about you hears that then you know if you then they can say oh i'm sorry i asked you what's going on you know be a helping hand and if they care about you, which most people in your life do, because I, you are a great judge of character, um, you know, they want to be there for you. And that's something that, like, you know, you're, that's just something that you have and you are working on and aware, I know you're aware of it. Um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we all do it. We all, like, kind of have these little facades that we, we shove onto ourselves. Yeah, hands down. I think the biggest thing for me has been this year it has been incredibly difficult to continue kind of being that positive force and I think Mm -hmm. freshman year I almost took on the role of like quote-unquote I'm putting quotes around this floor therapist almost yeah no you were yeah and I did that for a lot of people on the floor and then coming into sophomore year like things just got so incredibly difficult in many different areas of my life Mm -hmm. and then I just could not do that anymore. So that meant maybe cutting off some friendships, maybe distancing yourself, maybe not always putting on the smile and turning it on because Mm -hmm. when you get home, you just feel that much worse. But then I came into this semester, especially, and having talked with Nikki about this, is when someone really cares about you and you know and they ask you, how are you doing, I... I'm here to take a moment and say, I'm not going to go to the default of good smile. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say like, okay, so I'm actually feeling this way. And when you let someone in, like it's worth it, even though you're vulnerable. I just got chills. (laughs) (laughs) You're vulnerable. That person is vulnerable with you too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's true. You got to be like honest with yourself and others. I think it's not easy. It's no. not it's not fun to be like, well, actually I just cried 30 minutes ago. I'm doing okay, but I'm not happy. Yeah. yeah. Um but you know, that and that's something that I almost feel like as I've gotten older, I've totally sophomore year was an absolute disaster. My life was horrible or I felt horrible about my life. Mm-hmm. Um that part of that, you know, we talk about the stigma and how to break it. Well, breaking that stigma is is saying when you're having a bad day. Yeah. You know, you are helping, by just doing that small act, you are helping to break that stigma. And 
as I've gotten older now that I feel a little bit like I'm in a better place, I feel a responsibility, you know, but to, to help break that, break down those barriers. Um, and so, you know, maybe I have bad days less often, but when I do, I tell my friends and I make sure to be there for my friends. When my friend is going through a tough breakup and I've, you know, I text them and be like, hey, everything's, how's everything going? Like, you know, I called the other night and said, you know, it was, it was not going well. I was like, <laughs> dude, how are you feeling? We don't want to talk about it. I just want to say hi. Like, I hope everything's okay. Um, because, you know, I know how much that means to be there for somebody. And right. if you're in the place where you're not feeling great, it's okay to accept those things. Right. And it's okay to, you know, have a shoulder to lean on because we've all been there and we're all more than happy to return the favor. So, yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. So with that, let's talk, let's wrap things up. Um, I want to talk about what we all hope to achieve or to step back from in our year ahead of us. I was turning 20. I just turned 21. Sophie's 19. <laughs> I'll turn 20 this summer. This summer. <laughs> Close enough. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what do I want to get? I think, I don't know. I think definitely a big goal of mine was, like, being true to myself and asking, like, myself the tough, like, tough questions and, like, being more accountable. That's mm. something that has been a really big, like... Like holding yourself accountable? Holding or? myself oh, accountable. Yeah. And then also, you know, I talked about this recently in the Snapchat takeover of, like, giving too much and, like, sacrificing, like, who I am. You know, like, I'm going to give you a ride, but, like, I shouldn't. Like, I'm studying right now. Why would I give you a ride somewhere? Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, I need to, like, prioritize myself first. And yeah. I think that's something I have never done. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of – I think good. that kind of, like, goes with this, too, of, like, turning 20, like – you know, you're about to get out out of college, yeah. like, all these goals, like, well, I need to know, like, who I am and how to prioritize myself yeah. first, you know, to do that. That's college cool. is a bubble as well. When yeah. you go out, you know, you're yeah. not gonna, you're gonna have to be even more confident in yourself and prioritize yourself that mm-hmm. much more. Yeah. 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 I'm um, so proud of you, Mia. Man, I'm proud of you guys. Wow. You guys love everything. Look at this whole <laughs> podcast or doing this whole shindig. I mean... <laughs> Never thought I'd have the honor. <laughs> the honor. What right. about you, Soph? Um, I think for me, I was talking to someone about this today. Um, like dancing with your dark side, um, or almost like befriending your dark side. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, like, wow, who's showering at this hour? <laughs> Literally, in Spia. In Spia. Um, just like, I guess, for me, because I was, for so much, I was just on the extreme side of, like, positive, Sophie, positive life, um, happiness, blah, 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 that I feel like my other negative side, which isn't a bad thing, just got kind of, like, left behind. Mm-hmm. And then later it bit me in the ass. And so now it's like, how do I, when I have these negative thoughts, like, almost talk to myself and be like, why are you telling me these things? Like, what is the underlying reason of why, you know, these negative Mm -hmm. things are happening? You know, because it's almost as if because I've left that side behind, like, I'm almost, like, missing a part of myself. So I just really want to focus on that. Yeah, nobody's perfect. You have to dance with your dark side. I think that's a better cliche than that. Sorry. Um, What about you, Nikki? I think that I feel like I'm in a place where I'm able to give back a little bit now. Um, and I do have some experiences under my belt. And uh, that does not mean that I know anywhere near anything. Um, but I've lived my life to a point that 
I feel comfortable, you know, being that shoulder for somebody else and I can handle that right now. Um, and it's really exciting for me. I've had so much help through my college years and obviously um, all before then that it's really exciting and like gratifying to feel like I put in the work to get here and the work means a lot of struggle as well. Yeah. Um, but hopefully taking a pretty big leadership position in WIB next year and even with friends, like being able to, you know, to call my friend and say, are you doing all right? And like have that space in my brain for them is really exciting. Um, so just working on relationships um, and I don't know, just being happy. It's just such a, and it takes a lot of effort to be happy. You know, that means working out and reading books and having friends, but also doing well in school makes me happy. Um, so balance. Yeah. From this episode, we've learned balance. Balance. Baby, balance. Super difficult. Yeah. Um, but I think that wraps things up pretty well. So, Nia, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, Thanks for so having much. me here as well. This is such a good conversation. Yeah. Good. Yay. Yeah. It's happy. one of those real hard, hard, hard hearts. Yes. Um, All right. Well, okay. thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.